On today's episode of the Fit to Lead podcast, I'm excited to bring you Denise Cambiati. Denise loves helping people improve physical, mental, and emotional function and reduce pain. She makes key concepts simple so that healers and individuals can learn and apply bioenergetic wellness methods to complement their lives. Through her organization, Muscle Tuners International, she trains, mentors, and licenses healers to rapidly reduce pain while gaining strength and flexibility for themselves or their clients without investing in any equipment. Muscle Tuners International is the alternative to alternative wellness. Listen into this episode to great, get some great tips and different things to try to help reduce your pain. So I'm very excited to have Denise Cambiati with me. She is the founder and lead instructor at Muscle Tuners International. Denise, thank you so much for joining the Fit to Lead podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you, Allison. Wonderful. So we always kick off things by, I always have my guests share a little bit about themselves and their journey and how they got to where they are today. Well, it's been a long one and I'll do it as short as I can here to let you know the reason I roll out of bed every day is because a long, long time ago in a place far, far away in northern Alberta, I used to work out in the oil field of all places. And the company van would pick me up really early in the morning and they would drive us out to work, a whole gang of us. And I worked in an office there. And, and so I kind of catch up a few minutes of sleep and I got a kink in my neck. And one day I decided, you know, this is really bad. I think I'm going to have to go see the chiropractor in town because, you know, he does neck stuff, you know, spine stuff, and I've got this stuff going on. And I walk in and they say, what are your concerns? And I'm going, well, I've had a headache for over a year. <laughs> you know, I've got this sore neck. I've got this uh, tendon, you got problems with digestion. I'm going, yeah, tendency to constipation. They're going, anything else? And I says, yeah, well, I have had a real struggle with recurring bladder infections, which is a big deal for a lot of women. And uh, no matter how much antibiotics they give me, they keep coming back. And he looked at me and said, this is all connected. And I thought he's nuts because one is upstairs and one is downstairs and what the heck is going on? But the most, what really launched me is when I walked in the office, his assistant did this thing called muscle testing. I didn't know it was muscle testing. Um, she just had me hold my arm in a certain way and she would push a certain way. And sometimes my arm would stay exactly where she said, stay here. And it would stay there and sometimes it wouldn't. And it was amazing to me that no matter how hard I tried to hold my arm where she told me to hold it, it wouldn't stay. And I had all this negative self-talk going on in my head going, come on, you can lift a bag of potatoes. Like, why can't you do this? Right? It yeah. was the oddest feeling. And she assessed numerous muscles from head to toe. And then she just made notes on a piece of paper, sent in to see the chiropractor. And he went, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, this is all connected. And he did an adjustment like a chiropractor would do. And then he tested all the muscles that weren't working before. And I had this wow moment because every single muscle was on board and it was even better. I, I felt like he could swing like a monkey off my outstretched arm. Wow. And I was going, what the heck? And I walked out of there feeling like a million bucks. Neck pain was gone. Um, headaches were gone. I don't remember the next time I ever needed to take a pain reliever. And let's see the digestion. I was pooping perfectly every single day to the point where I was going to work being a bit annoying going, do you know how good it feels to poop every day? And this is before Dr. Oz made it popular to talk about the subject. <laughs> 
So that was my introduction. But what really happened is when he did that and he retested those muscles that weren't working, I went, this is what I want to do when I grow up. I was about 26 at the time. And the question when I was a young girl was always, what do you want to be? You know, my models were, well, you could be a teacher, you could be a nurse, you could be a librarian, you know, you could be a secretary. And I didn't, I was like, yeah, I don't know what I want to be. And what's turned out now is because of that, I've become an instructor. So I am a teacher, I am a healer. And I used to run uh, until I sold it a couple years ago, an online bookstore for people that are in my field. And so everything basically came to be. I'm, I'm everything that was my model then all wrapped up in a bundle. It just wasn't available to me when I was a child. Wow, that's amazing. So tell me more about like, I want to dig in a little bit to the muscle testing because I've never, I've never heard of it. Is it, you know, is that something that doctors don't currently do? Is it something like maybe some chiropractors do? Could you just tell me a little bit more about kind of where it is right now in the world? Well, where it is in the world is applied kinesiology chiropractors. So they coined the term applied kinesiology. There was um, an amazing fellow. I'm so happy I saw him at a conference, give a presentation about how lucky it was that he put two and two together. And he was, he was just a master of observing things and being like a little bit like a pit bull and going, why did that work? Why did that accident happen? Why did it turn out so well? And then he started training other fellow chiropractors. So what they did is um, it was working with the strength of muscles, bringing in muscle testing from physiotherapy, but then adding um, accidentally, they were finding reflexes that they would activate that would change the state of the muscle. Wow. And so they called that applied kinesiology. One of the chiropractors said, I send my clients home all the time with homework in between sessions. And then I'm not always working on the same old thing every appointment. Mm -hmm. And so they said, you got to write a book. He wrote a book. It became a worldwide bestseller. Uh, Lots of people created, uh, there's associations all over the world that standardize how to teach that system. And that's where I came into it with was through my chiropractor and through the system called Touch for Health, which I'm happy to say is available all over the place. And then as a teacher of that, I found there were a lot of challenges teaching it live face-to-face. And uh, a person I brought on as my business partner said, we can do this virtually. And I'm going, yeah, no, it's a a one-on-one. You got to learn it live. So basically it is in the hands of lay people now where we do safe activities, not what the chiropractors do. Some is similar, some is similar to what physiotherapists do, but different because we don't test the strength of the muscle. So the whole word is wrong actually now. What we do is we're testing how your brain is doing talking to your muscles. Interesting. So while it looks like we're doing a muscle test, we're actually testing your nervous system. And because of that beautiful biofeedback that your body naturally offers without any extra equipment, we can find out where you're holding your stress. Mm. So um, I work on bodybuilders. I just signed on somebody to our program a couple of weeks ago, and I did a demonstration for him. And he was amazed that 20 of 26 muscles I checked were really not working that great. And the feedback a couple of weeks later was that whole week after that demo is he had the most insane and amazing workouts afterwards because all his muscles were firing. He was hitting, he was surpassing what he was doing before. And so he was very impressed. 
And I love the, the light in people's eyes when they yes. go, what the hell just happened? Because I know I felt it too, right? Yes. Originally. So I teach people how to share that with people. I do it online and I support them. I coach them. I mentor them because I care that people are doing it well to the yeah. best of their ability. They don't have to be perfect, but when you do it to the best of your ability, magic can happen. That's and amazing. Yeah. I'll, I can't stop raving. It looks like magic, but it is based on science. Oh, interesting. So tell me more about, you know, a lot of my listeners deal with, deal with stress. I think we all have different levels of stress, but maybe you could talk to me a little bit about how the muscle testing or, you know, how, how does it, you know, some tips around that and around, you know, how to do manage stress through that. Well, I have two things I'd love to share with your listeners. So one of them is what we call our emotional stress relief technique. And it's super simple. And in a class, we can demonstrate with muscle testing. You think about something like an upcoming conversation you're about to have, a meeting you're going to go into, um, going home and figuring out how to make dinner and get the kids to their activities and get them to bed and still have energy to do something else later in the evening, right? So there's all kinds of stresses. People stress out about going to the dentist and hearing the drills and worrying about, you know, there's, you know, people in performances, um, athletes who are, have failed uh, to win performances, uh, singers who have competitions or just want to feel confident on stage, there is no limitation on the stress you can throw at this technique. It's simple. First, you have to turn on the communication to your body. So we work a lot with the acupuncture meridian system of the body. And you have a very important acupressure point by your navel. So just putting your, your hand flat against your navel, doesn't matter which hand. That's saying, hey, biocomputer, wake up. So it's just like you wouldn't want to type on your computer without turning on the power. So it's very, very important. Put your hand on your navel. And then what you're going to do is you're going to spread the fingers, the first two fingers of your one hand, other, the other hand that's not holding the navel, away from your thumb. And you're going to notice this is naturally the right width to find these spots just below the inner edges of your collarbone. So on either side of your breastbone, your sternum, or in between where the ribs attach, you're going to find a little muscular, like a dip, right? What you want to going to do is rub those, just rub them, just give them a wiggle and a jiggle. It's very non-scientific here, very friendly language. So you put one hand on your navel and you go wiggle, jiggle, and you can do them one at a time or you can do them together like I'm saying, but there's everybody below the inner edge of your collarbone, just find the inner edge of that bone and drop down like half an inch. So if you want to do it along with me, Allison. Oh, sure. <laughs> when you rub these points on the right and left sides of your sternum, what ends up happening is you're encouraging the messages from your left brain and your right brain to connect lots of people yeah. know that you know left brain usually logical right brains usually creative and when they collide magic can happen you're much more productive right they say that uh, einstein had huge pathways across the right and left sides of his brain so you do that for about 20 seconds so what if you want messages to go to the top and bottom of your brain? Because that's really important for logical processing and accessing a little bit of your cave woman stuff and your current ability to come up with uh, conscious solutions. So you have an acupressure point just below your nose, above your lips, right? 
that little spot right there, your fingers fit just perfectly in there, use two fingers. You can rub there for 20 seconds. And there's also a point just below your lower lip. And if you want, you can put your fingers kind of sideways and your, your thumb on one point, your fingers under your nose, and you rub them both at the same time, or that might feel odd, but you could just do it together. And Allison, I'm happy to uh, put a link in your show notes for later if people want to see the video of this. I have a, a landing page where they can just go and check it out because that would be awesome because we have no really doing it. But I, <laughs> it sounds weird, but it works because these acupressure points have been um, connected to this function of your brain. And finally, how many people freak out sometimes, right? You literally go into your dinosaur cavewoman brain. So what you do is keep your hand on your navel and then you rub just above your tailbone, basically where it connects to the bottom of your sacrum, that triangular bone at the base of your spine there. You just give that one a rubby-dubby. And now you're helping the messages go from your forebrain where you really do a lot of logical solutions to your back brain. And it's that easy and literally 20 seconds each in about a minute, you're great. If you want to switch hands and repeat it with the other hands, um, you know, so whatever you do with the right hand, now switch, do it with the left hand. Remember one hand always on the navel and within a minute or two minutes, you turbo boost yourself. You will be more productive during the day. I guarantee it. I love that. I love that. And I want everyone to, I'm definitely going to put that link in the show notes. Um, we, we, we meet on Zoom, but I only use the audio so people can't see us kind of work, walking through this together, but it is it does feel different. So I highly recommend checking that link out and, um, and kind of walking through what Denise is talking about because it is it's fascinating. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for the tips. And then, um, you know, another area, especially for a lot of people that are hovered over a desk working on keyboards, maybe you could talk a little bit through releasing kind of neck and shoulder tension from, you know, scrunching up your shoulders, putting your hands on your keyboard. I know a lot of people deal with that, which causes headaches and stress and, and sore muscles. Oh, the text next is terrible. And literally before phones came into everybody's glued to everybody's hands, everybody already had tension in the back of their necks. This is where a lot of people carry tension. And this tip is really unusual. I'll almost say weird. <laughs> uh, what ends up happening is you have a lot of proprioceptors in each muscle and the proprioceptors tell your brain where your muscle is, how tight it is, how loose it is, things like that. So what ends up happening is there's also really important receptors in your neck that tell your brain, hey, you're about to fall forward. So what happens if your neck is always forward looking down at your phone? So your body is trying to pull you back. That's why you're having a lot of tension back there, mm -hmm. okay? So what ends up happening is over time, your body kind of gets a set point, it's stuck and you just need to unstuck it, <laughs> okay? Now, the way to do this is by activating acupressure points in your ears. So, You've got over 300 acupressure points in your ears that connect to all parts of your body. So what happens if you activate your neck muscles and you activate these acupressure points at the same time? It kind of neutralizes and hits the reboot button. So now that you understand the theory, 
you won't feel like crazy person doing this. But I tell you, this is a crowd <laughs> favorite. I go to network events and people go, wow, where have you been all my life? So please try this. I'll also share the link for your show notes because this one is precious. I just cannot tell you how many people go. I love it. So what you need to do is before you start is turn your head one way and notice if you feel any tension and where you feel the tension, how far can you turn your head? And then gently come back to center. Now look the other way. And what happens there? Can you go any further on the other side or less far? Do you feel a different amount of tension? Where do you feel it? So just take some kind of measurement. That's what we're really into at Muscle Tuners is to notice what changes are happening. So here we go. You're going to turn your head as far as you can. Let's say we're going to all turn our head to the right. What you're going to want to do is reach up to your ear and you're going to want to pull on the flap that's at the top of your ear that's rolled over. You want to pinch it and stretch it and unroll it. Okay. And you're going to want to go along your whole ear all the way down to the earlobe while your head is turned. So right ear, turn right. Okay, everybody, pull on that ear, unroll that flap, and keep turning your head, keep breathing, go all the way down to the earlobe and give a little tug. And you're literally trying to pull your ear away from your head a little bit. And you're going to do that four or five times, and you're probably going to notice your ear feels really warm. So one more time, just one more time, go for it for yeah. fun. Okay, that's the bonus. Now, turn the other way, do the exact same thing on the other ear. So turn as far as you can turn your head without hurting yourself and roll and roll those ears. Pull on the flap there at the top that's curled over, unroll it, pinch it a little bit, and you're probably starting to feel your ear get kind of warm. And if you looked in the mirror, you would notice it's turning pink. <laughs> and then you know you're done. <laughs> you definitely feel the difference. I'm doing this along with Denise. You could definitely feel the difference. You could definitely feel that your neck turns further. Do it again. <gasps> now turn again without rubbing your ear. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. You guys you have, got to, many you have to try more it. degrees of turn. Go the other way or it's going to feel jealous. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Now, any tension left? No. No, that's, no, that's the reaction to most people. The tension is gone. Now, if you do still have tension, repeat it. I mean, it's only another minute to do it. Yeah. Wow. So, that is, uh, that's amazing. So again, I will definitely include those videos in the show notes because that is a worthwhile exercise. Tell you what else, if you're going into a meeting and you have to pay attention, you really need to listen and hear and understand what is being said. You want to do this before you go in the meeting. And if you know any student of any age that is taking a class and needs to listen to the instructor, get them to do this in the morning, Ooh, at least before they go. Yes. And I'll tell you why. When you do this, you get a twofer. A twofer is that you reduce the tension in your neck, but you're also opening up the auditory pathways that run from the nerves from your uh, ears to the auditory centers of your brain. Wow. So when you hear something, you can listen to it, you can understand it better. And later you can recall the information Love. and information is power, ladies. 
Yes. Yes. And thank you so much for that. Cause my ears perked right up. Cause I don't know about everyone else, but when you're meeting after meeting after meeting and your attention span and you start, you know, video calls make you feel like you're driving all day that I'm definitely going to try that before my next meeting. So thank you. That was awesome. And you know, it's funny. One of the questions I always ask my guests, but I kind of feel like I might know what your superpower is. Do you consider this your superpower? Cause I think it's pretty powerful. My superpower is taking complex things and making them simple and practical. I refuse to make anything difficult to follow. Mm, oh, that is, that is a wonderful superpower because I know a lot of people that do the opposite of that, make the simple very complex. So that is a great superpower, especially with this type, the types of things that you're teaching and having people do. Um, so, so that is an awesome superpower. So now when it comes to your own personal self-care, you know, what is a non-negotiable for you? Like knowing, knowing what you know about muscle testing and stress relief and all that stuff, what's a non-negotiable for you? Uh, you know, I thought I had an answer to this and then like six other <laughs> ones popped into my head. So non-negotiable is that you need to take responsibility. So I take responsibility for myself. I do what I can for self-care based on, I know zillions of things, but I'll still take myself and put myself in the hands of a wellness professional. I have a wellness team and I make sure I take care of myself so I can take care of others. So whatever that means for you, the listener, it's like, do what you can for yourself. But the fact of the matter is, is really, what do they say? The doctor who has himself as a patient is a fool or something like that. Yes. There, we hide things. We have blind spots. Go to somebody else and get help. So that's mm. a non-negotiable that I do spend time and money and effort to get out and get that done on top of taking some quiet time and connecting to my heart and asking my wisdom, what is the next best step for me today? Because there's no lack of a to-do list. I have to-do lists. I have to-do lists of to-do lists of to-do lists. So the thing is, is you just need to stop and get clear. And I'm doing my best right now to spend time every day doing that. Say, what is the most important thing for me today to be a great creature out in the world helping others? Oh, I love that. That is a great one. And it is so important because I do feel like there's so much chatter and things going on in everyone's worlds. It's really important to get grounded and quiet and, and be able to hear what you truly want. And I could um, agree completely with, with the to-do lists. I'm trying very hard to, I used to, you know, it's like, it never ends, right? It's like running in sand. Like it just, no matter how many things you do, there's always more that needs to be done. So um, I've actually been trying to limit it to like, what are my three things I absolutely have to get done today? just to prioritize. Otherwise it is very draining. Um, you know, it's, it's productive, but at the same time, it's not. So I, I'm, I'm totally with you there on the to-do lists. So when it comes to, um, you know, a piece of advice for folks, when it comes to, you know, health and mindset and just overall dealing with pain and stress, what's a piece of advice you can offer? You need to deal with your own stress. So the people around you feel less stressed. And vice versa, that, um, oh, I didn't tell you about the emotional stress release technique. Can I slip that in really quick? Yeah, now? absolutely. How many times have you seen people go, oh, my goodness, and they hold their forehead when they've gotten bad news, right? Mm -hmm. How natural is that? Well, I'm going to tell you a ninja trick for that. You have pressure release valves from your emotional system on your forehead. They're mm -hmm. on the bump halfway up your forehead 
above the colored part of your eyes there. Did you yep, find right the there. boob? Yep, I got yeah. the boob. Don't press on them nope. because they're pressure release valves. Just touching them allows the, the pressure to come out. So if you press hard, the pressure can't come out. Now, the secret ingredient besides holding these lightly is to just think about what it is that's stressing you. So if you can make a picture of it, Mm -hmm. You can recall any of the words or sounds that are associated with it, any of the feelings you have with it. You take 30 seconds to think about the conversation you're about to have with somebody and why your little like stomach's tied up in knots over it. And then imagine what if it goes really well and we end up in everybody shaking hands and feeling great, right? What if that were to happen? So um, 30 seconds. Again, it's no limit what you can do to use this technique for absolutely no limit and so teach so like do this for yourself deal with your stress go do yoga go for a walk or run whatever it is take a bath I don't know what it is you do for stress but you have to do it every day and share this particular tip with the people in your life who stress mm. you out so now let me ask you a question. So I, you know, when I did that, it reminded me of like the, we always hear about the tapping technique, right? So how is, how is the muscle testing and the different things you do different or similar to like tapping? Like I, I, I'm not from, you know, I think it's called ELP or whatever. Um, but I, it just, it just dawned on me. I was like, oh, so how is that, I guess, related or different? Great. Well, EFT, emotional freedom technique, which popularized and promoted by zillions of people now, they all involve tapping on acupressure points to let pressure out of acupressure points. So people have different, what I call recipes, different combinations of acupressure points. We work with acupressure points too. Uh, we do work with, uh, we call it uh, tapping with a muscle tuner twist because we get very directed to where, what system of your body is holding on to a particular stress. So we do do that. So we have a similarity, but it's not exactly like emotional freedom technique, but mm -hmm. the common denominator is the systems are both working with the meridian pathways of the body that the Chinese have researched. And there's an argument, whether it's 3,500 years old or 5,000 years old, it's old, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, and they're doing acupuncture in hospitals now. So apparently it's valid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so learning how to harness them. That's the trick is knowing how, where the points are, how to activate them. And that's, you know, and if you have something mindful in your mind, that's the secret ingredient to making any of these therapies work. I love it. I love it. Thank you for that. Cause that that's helpful and good to know. Um, so in terms of maybe like a podcast or book that you could recommend, whether it's your favorite or one you've recently come upon any, any advice you could give? Well, right now, I got introduced to the idea of the Little Book of Clarity by Jamie Smart, mm. J-A-M-I-E. And I got that book, and it is uh, surprisingly difficult to absorb, so to speak. It's a tiny little book. It's only like, it's not even four by six inches and about not even a half an inch thick, but it's juicy and it's packed. But more than that, it led me to get his other book called Little Book of Results. And that one makes sense. So I actually, if you're a businesswoman, a business person, um, I would say that book would be interesting to read because it talks about stress 
and challenges you're having, how they all derive from your thoughts and the feelings you make from those thoughts and the stress you get from the feelings. So it just keeps looping around no matter which way you look at it. And it's just, I've heard about this, the, the idea of it before, but reading the book and going through it. And he also has uh, associated clips. It's an old, like it's based on an old, old, old system, old videos. They look a little bit corny, but it's an interesting system. So that's what I'm into right now is finishing the little book of results. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a good one. I'm going to definitely have to check that out. And then um, my last and final question before we wrap things up is what is your favorite life hack? My favorite life hack. Uh, <laughs> Always, this is always the zinger. This is always throws people for. Well, you know why this is a zinger is I'm a mother of twins. <gasps> so when they were oh. little, <laughs> I had to figure out a lot of hacks to get things done. Uh, my favorite life hack at the moment is uh, to make sure I get outside every day. I just wander around and, and pluck weeds and listen to the birds because that and I do it bare feet so that's my life hack is you're getting your earthing and your grounding I don't know if you've heard about this but I'm in nature nature fulfills me uh fills my soul up and it's I'm caring for something which is not being demanding right I'm taking yes. care of the garden so yes. right now it's summertime here in British Columbia so that's my life hack of the moment to make sure I get outside and breathe is I do a little bit every day. I don't save it to do it all at once and end up like my back hurts at the end of the yeah. Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a wonderful one. And I think, um, I think more people probably need to do that because it is a great way to disconnect and recharge the batteries and change the scenery and, you know, being more mindful getting outside. So I love that one. Um, so as we wrap up, I want you to share where people can connect with you, learn more about you, your website, any videos, everything. And I will include it in the show notes, but this has been wonderful. I feel like I've learned so much. So please do share. Thank you for the invitation, Allison. I really appreciate it. And your members could find more about me by going to muscletuners.fit. That's M-U-S-C-L-E-T-U-N-E-R-S dot fit. The first three letters of fitness. I know it's an unusual extension. It's not .com. Um, at the top of our landing page there, there are three buttons. <clears throat> One, if you're a professional or a, a person looking for programs, there's a button that leads to all our programs. There's another button that leads to free um, events we have every month. We have two events every month for professionals to come learn a little bit about muscle tuning before they invest with us. They get a really great introduction, non-salesy. Here you go. Here's lots of information, a few tips and things for you to try and go, holy cow, I'm like this is interesting. Um, and then there's a third button that leads to all our freebies, which include includes registering for those two free events, but also there's a dozen free videos, two of them, which I'm going to share directly on your page, but you'll, they'll find all our free tips and videos. And one is I recorded in wintertime at Christmas time for an event we had. So please forgive me if you go to the exercise ninja tip, because it talks about snow shoveling, which is perfect <laughs> if you're in Australia right now, but in North America, not so much. However, the tip is valid no matter what season you're in. So 
go to the website, you'll find lots of information there. We have testimonials and reach out. Uh, there's a contact us button or just throw my name in front of that, Denise at musclecleaners.fit. I'm happy to spend time discussing challenges you have and seeing if we might have a solution that fits. I love it. And Denise, I want to thank you so, so much for taking the time to be on the Fit to Lead podcast today. Like I said, I will be sure to share all of that goodness on uh, the show notes page, but thank you so much. You're so welcome, Allison. And here at Muscle Tuners, we invite everybody to be strong, be confident, and be tuned. Have you tried Built Bars yet? If you haven't, you are totally missing out. These incredible protein bars are macro-friendly, some are gluten-free and nut-free, and they come in amazing flavors like coconut brownie, raspberry cheesecake, and my newest favorite, churro marshmallow. So check them out and use the code AllisonJacksonFitness, all one word, and save 10% today. Try it out and see how you like it and let me know. And again, it's www.builtbar.com and the code AllisonJacksonFitness to save 10%. Try it out today.